Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hello, I'm Julie Gunlock, a policy director at the Independent Women's Forum and your host for today's Working for Women podcast. Today I'm here with Sabrina Schaefer, IWF's executive director, and she's here to talk about the importance of IWF's work in exploring how women benefit from market-based policies and limited government. Sabrina, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks so much for having me. Well, I'm here and in, in my house, I'm, I've got my coffee, and I'm so excited to, to talk about the importance of IWF. It's an organization I'm very proud to be a part of. Um, Sabrina, I think you can specifically, we can sort of start off by you talking about how there are lots of groups out there um, that focus on how less government and more liberty benefit people. But why do you think we need a group that is specifically focused on bringing that message to women? That's exactly right, Julie. There are so many wonderful groups here in Washington that are focused on bringing this idea of limited government to more Americans and explaining how those policies are good for them. But I think a real challenge for conservatives um, is that we haven't really spent a lot of time thinking about how men and women might be different and how men and women may have different policy priorities and the communication that we use to speak to them may be different. Um, and there are a lot of women who haven't heard um, this message effectively enough. And so IWF is here to convince or, or to talk to more women about the importance of limited government and personal responsibility and to encourage them to, to think about it and how it affects them when it comes to issues like health care and education and workplace policies and the marketplace. Um, and I think that we're doing a great job reaching new sectors of the population who really have not been exposed to these ideas before. That makes a lot of sense, Sabrina. Um, I, I think these issues do play out differently for both men and women. Um, and, and how about explain, you know, explaining these issues? I mean, obviously men and women both benefit from greater freedom and a stronger, more diverse economy. Can, can we make the same arguments to, to men and women? So yes and no. You know, I would start by saying that, first of all, there are, yes, you know, I think healthcare is very important, as does my husband. But, Julie, you and I are both moms. We're working moms. We know that there are also some issues that disproportionately impact us, right? I know you write, obviously, a lot about issues related to the marketplace um, and how the, the regulatory state drives up the cost of our, our regular household goods and food, um, how it gives us fewer choices in the grocery store and, and in the marketplace in general, um, I work a lot on issues related to the workplace and the regulations um, and how that can impede our success in the workplace. And these are things that I think about a little bit differently and you think about differently because we're moms, because we're women. Right. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, I know that my husband values the time that we've had off, you know, when we have had children, but he's not thinking about these policies quite as often as I am, perhaps. So right. there are some issues that disproportionately affect women. And then when it comes to the actual messaging, um, I think we have to be honest that there are different messages that move people. We've done a lot of research at IWF, and I think it's fascinating to see that, you know, perceptions of fairness, for instance, motivate women, um, sort of long-term security issues, and also what mo- what messages move conservative women versus progressive women. Uh, we have to talk to all of them. There's a lot of different um, approaches out there. Well, I think it's so hard to sometimes explain um, the unintended consequences of sort of big government programs. I think it's very, very easy, and Democrats are very good at, uh, and, and, and sort of left of center folks are very good 
at saying, look at, uh, look at all these benefits that come from these big government programs. And I think it's kind of harder uh, to sometimes, you'd mentioned, like prices going up. But there's also just complications. Like, you know, government red tape complicates a lot of what should be easy tasks or, you know, starting a business or, you know, again, the prices should not be, um, should not be affected. Um, so, so I think it is really hard, and I think IWF works really hard to make these arguments understandable to women. But I think, you know, getting back to, you had mentioned, you know, how men and women are different and they look at issues differently, but they also make different choices. Um, and that's probably part of the reason there's a gender gap. I mean, that's, that I think has, I mean, the choices that we make, as you know, the, the differences between men and women, that I think accounts for it. Women still tend to be more su- supportive of big government, um, which is, is what we're trying to point out is the unintended consequences of that. Um, can the right messaging change that? Yeah, it absolutely can. I'm actually very encouraged. Um, and it's not because we want to sort of um, you know, coerce people into some kind of, you know, club over here on the right. <laughs> I think the idea is that, you know, for too long, people literally here in Washington haven't spoken to women. And when they do, and when they hear about the, the downsides of big government laws, things like the Paycheck Fairness Act and how that would limit flexibility and opportunity in the workplace or paid leave mandates, which would definitely lead to job loss um, and, and less upward mobility in the workplace, um, when women hear these messages and they and they understand a little bit more about how this would affect them and their individual pocketbooks, um, support for these big government laws actually drops precipitously. And I think that's really important because it's about getting information to people and then they make the choices that, that make the most sense for them. And I think we have to have a lot more faith in individuals that they are going to, to make the right choices, whether they're talking about their health care or their education <clears throat> or what to buy at the grocery store. Um, people know it's good for them and for their families, and we have to have a little bit of, of confidence in people to do, make those choices. Tell me, how can people support the work of, of IWF? Well, I hope that you'll start by visiting our website, iwf.org, and we're on all of the prominent social media um, outlets from Facebook to Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. We're, we're all over the place. Um, I hope that you'll catch us on the airwaves. You can catch a, an IWF spokesperson on broadcast media almost daily. And then I hope that you will um, engage with us on these social media platforms so that we can hear your thoughts and you can let us know what you think of our work. Thank you, Sabrina, uh, for talking with me today. Um, I think these issues, why freedom and why the freedom movement needs groups like the Independent Women's Forum is so important. Um, I'm, again, so proud to work for this organization and to advance this really important cause. Um, This has been another edition of IWF's Working for Women podcast. For those who listened, thank you for your time. Please come and learn more and consider making a donation to support our work at IWF.org. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by IWF.org for similar content.